Good morning, Com Church. It's great to be here again to bring the Word of God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy. God of peace, we thank you for your grace and mercy. I pray, God and King, that the word that you have given today, Lord Father, would seed eyes, my God, would seed, Lord Father, ears, would seed hearts, that peace, Lord Father, and grace will be bound to us as we invest in your word. Father, bless your word today in the hearts and minds and in the eyes of those who hear, see, and do. In Jesus' name, amen. Our word today is, be, is taken from Matthew chapter 13 and the verses 13 to 16. Well, I'm reading from the New King James Version, which says, Therefore I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. And in them the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, Hearing you will hear and sit and shall not understand, and seeing you will see and not perceive. For the hearts of these people have grown dull, their, Ill, their ears are hard of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn, so that I should heal them. Blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. So this is the time when Jesus was speaking in parables. And he had just spoken about the, what is called the parable of the sower. And afterwards, the apostles asked him, why do you speak to them in parables? And this was the explanation that he gave, that he speaks to them in parables because they, they do not see they do not hear and they cannot perceive with their hearts. But he makes a statement and says to, the, to, to the, the disciples that to them, they are blessed because their eyes see and their ears hear. It got me thinking about a figurine that I used to see in my house growing up as a child or in my younger days. And that figurine had something which is now termed hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil, or do no evil, if you will. And it got me thinking about what motivates us. As humans, we're motivated by what we see and what we hear. What we see and what we hear influences us to do something, either to stay away from or to gravitate towards. Now, we are motivated by what we see and hear and feel. And I was reminded of the lesson that comes from Samson. In actual fact, the book of, in the book of Judges, in actual fact, I had been hearing this, this word that says, um, out of the eater came something to eat, out of the eater came something sweet. Or as the word of God in Judges chapter 14, verse 14 actually says that out of the, the, the eater came, some, came meat and out of the, the strong came something sweet. This is the story of Samson. Now, Samson was a judge in Israel. In fact, the word of God says that for 20 years, he judged Israel. He served in Israel. Now, his birth was unique. His mother was visited by an angel. And his mother was told by the angel that she's going to have a son. His mother was barren, by the way. And she was married to a man called Manoah, which incidentally means rest. And may the God of peace bring you rest, even as you listen and even as you perceive and even as you still continue to walk in him. Now back to the story. His mother, Samson's mother, was visited by this angel and told that she's going to have a baby boy. 
and that this boy, she should do make sure he does certain things because he is separate and he was to be a Nazarite, someone who does not drink wine, someone who stays away from certain foods and makes his hair to grow continually, that no blade should touch his hair. Now, in the course of Samson's life, there was a time and a period where he went to an area, and in the area, he met a lion. And this lion, it, 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 it says, was, was a lion that was, was killed by Samson, indeed. And that the Spirit of God came upon Samson, and he, was, he, he had enough strength to tear the lion as if you were going to tear some young animal, uh, a butcher some young animal, with his bare hands, nonetheless. And a time afterwards, Samson went down again and he saw to the area again and he saw that this lion, that there was honey inside this lion and he took some of the honey and he ate it. Now, Samson had gone to that area to find an occasion to rout the Philistines because that was the purpose of his life, that was told to his mother, that he shall judge the Philistines, that he shall... uh, make war, if you will, with the Philistines on behalf of Israel. Because at the time, the Philistines were were their rulers. And as I said beforehand, he was a judge in Israel for 20 years for that fact, for that purpose. And on that occasion, seeking an occasion to rout the Philistines, he said, asked of a parable of some men that were given to him to be his companions from the Philistines. And understanding that they would not be able to find out a riddle, he asked them, if that, he said to them, if you can tell me the understanding of this riddle, I will give you certain things. And for seven days, they were not able to. But because of some underhand tactics, they were able to find out the riddle. And the riddle was in Judges 14, 14, that out of the, uh, the Out of the eater came some meat, and out of the strong came something sweet. Now, I mentioned this parable because, as I said, this word had been ringing around my head. You know, out of the eater came something to eat. Out of the eater came something sweet. And I've been thinking about it and thinking about it. And then I'd been reading a a book which highlighted this word that we mentioned earlier in Matthew 13 about seeing and about hearing and about doing, if you will. The Lord says in, in, in chapter 13 of Matthew that their ears are hard of hearing and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their hearts, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn. The King James Version says, and be converted so that I should heal them. But blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they, they hear. Now, Samson turned aside and saw this sight. Samson was appointed to be a judge in Israel. Samson slew the Philistines. Samson gave them a riddle. But it made me think about the word in James, that we're not just to be, to be, to be hearers of the word, but doers also. Not to deceive our own selves. Now back to the story of Samson. The reason why I mention this story about the lion dying and, the, and honey coming out of the lion is because the Bible tells us that the devil goes around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he, he, will, he will devour. 
And sometimes we may think that this lion, this lion is something that's going to destroy us. Now, we all have heard of the word or the popular saying that, um, which is derived from Genesis 50 verse 20, when Joseph, the, uh, the son uh, who, who was made a, 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 a prince in, 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 in Egypt, where he was, was sold by his brothers. And at a time when he made himself known to his brothers, he mentioned that, don't worry, I was sold by you. That's true, but it was for God's purpose. It was for God's doing. You meant it for evil, but it's turned out for my good. In the same way in Romans chapter 8, verse 28, the word of God tells us that all things, and we know rather, and we know that all things work together for good for them that love God and who are those who are called according to his purpose. So out of the eater came meat. Out of the strong came something sweet. So even though the devil is or your adversary, that's, these adverse situations may seem to be something that's going to overcome you. The understanding is by seeing, by actually hearing, by perceiving in your heart, out of what you thought may destroy you will come forth meat. Out of what you thought was a killer, was too strong for you, will come something sweet. And you know, the Word of God tells us that Jesus is a lion as well as a lamb. But you know, it's the same truth here of Samson. That out of the strong Christ Jesus, who is the real lion, not a, a, a like lion, not something like a lion, not something deceptive, but the truth indeed, out of him has come forth something sweet. Out of his strength, we derive that strength. We derive something sweet. I want to speak of Matthew chapter 5, verse 8. It talks about, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Now, I was reminded of what I believe Pastor Julian said, that blessed is something we are not that we are given. And if you look in chapter 5, popularly called the Beatitudes of Matthew, it talks about blessed are, blessed are, blessed are. And the word of God says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Now, if we go back to Matthew chapter 13, it tells us there that their ears are hard of hearing and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts. And in Matthew 5, verse 8, again, it says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. We are motivated by what we see and hear. It perceives, it changes our perspective to do. For the word of God says that if, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn, Turn for what purpose? So that I should heal them. So, our seeing and our hearing changes our soul, if you will, to do something. So, are we seeing the deceptiveness of the like lion? Are we seeing the truth of the true lion at the right hand of God? The same which is the Lamb of God. 
How do we begin to then see properly? How do we begin then to hear properly? How do we do those two things to infect our soul, to turn to God so that he may heal our hearts? Word of God says that first seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness. What does the kingdom of God look like? What does the kingdom of God sound like? Sound like? And what is righteousness? I'm going to end with this word in Hebrews. Hebrews 9, chapter 14. It talks about the blood of Christ purging our conscience, if you will. Because the word of God says in, in Corinthians that the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine upon them. So we can be blinded in our minds by the God of this world. The deceptiveness of that like lion versus the truth of the true lion. And how do we do this? The truth of the true lion has given us that blood that purges our, purges our consciousness. And the kingdom that we seek and the righteousness we seek is found in him, through him, the way, the truth, and the life. My time's up. Let us ask God for that sweetness that comes from him. Let us ask God to help us to stand in the midst of adversary. And push forward with his sweetness, seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness and everything else thereafter added unto us. Now the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord turn his face to you, towards you. And be gracious. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And by so doing, the name of the Lord, in the name of Jesus, be written upon you. And the Lord bless you. Amen.